to the Roadhouse Podcast. Today on the podcast, Tucker Hunter from the cheer group Wildcats joins Roadhouse and Winnie D's over Zoom. Get ready to one, two, three, cheer. Get ready. This is the Roadhouse Pod. Extraordinary cheerleader, Tucker Hunter. Wildcats, catch them on AGT on September 1st on NBC. Let's get this show on the road, road, road house. Enjoy the show. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Roadhouse Podcast, most natural and unapologetic podcast in the world. I'm your host, Roadhouse. Joining me today is Winnie D's, and we got a very special guest for you guys. Essentially, the Michael Jordan of the cheer competition world, three-time gold medalist with Team USA, three-time NCAA champ. He has all the rings, dude. His name is Tucker Hunter. Tucker. Yeah, thanks for having me. What's up, man? You've been... Uh, I've been stalking from afar, you know, the social media stalking. You've been killing it, dude. You live <laughs> you live in a world that most people they see bring it on the movie and they're like, that that's cheer. But you're right. in it, you're in the flesh of it. So when uh when did you get started? So when I was young, my mom was a cheer coach and kind of in the cheer world. And then my dad was a baseball coach um at George Fox in Oregon. So Kind of grew up with baseball okay. and cheer influence a little bit. Um, so I was around the cheer world since I was young, but I didn't start actually cheering until it was about, I was like 14, like eighth grade is when I started. Um, and then cheered at a, a competitive gym in, in Oregon. Um, so never did like school cheer or anything like that. Um, yeah, I mean, school, school cheer is pretty watered down. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely. So, I mean, um, were you also in like gymnastics or anything? No, I, I took a couple tumbling classes, like just kind of for fun for a couple months, but I never did gymnastics like seriously. Yeah, I feel. So when you do like tumbling classes, they, they teach you all the wild, <laughs> all those wild flips. You guys are flying. How much, <laughs> how much bounce is on those mats? Because you guys are ridiculously high. <laughs> like I'll shit bricks. I'm like, dude, no, not for me. <laughs> not for me. Yeah, it's. Yeah, uh, this the floors are pretty bouncy. It's a a spring floor, so it's like a board that has springs that are like four inches tall, drilled into it. Um, and then there's like a thin, almost like a wrestling mat, like a kind of foam mat on top of that. Um, so you get up there. There we go. How big uh, is the competitive? So that's essentially like AAU cheer is what you're doing instead of um, like school. Yeah. So. In the all-star cheerleading world, there's a, a ton of different like levels and age groups. So like the one I'm in is like you can be there's no really top age. So you could be, you know, 30 years old still doing it if you Hell want yeah. to. Oh yeah. How what's the oldest um, what's the oldest person? Yeah. Well, there's one guy on like on Wildcats, the team that I'm on, there's one guy who's a year older than me. He's about to turn 30. Um, but I know of a lot of other We're people. Getting yeah, I know of some other people across the country that are, you know, mid thirties that are still doing it. Oh, you got I assume that you're like hurting. If you're mid thirties <laughs> and you're flying around, you're hurting. Yeah. So you went to uh Oklahoma State when D's also transferred from U of O to Oklahoma State. State. We have, we have, okay. We've got, we've got two people in here. Wow. Uh, our Oregonians went to Oklahoma State and our three time national championship. There you go. Um, so yeah, uh, you even got the sweatshirt on. I do. I wore it because yeah, I knew I did. we had a we had a pro it's game. <laughs> no, that's hilarious. Um, do they? Uh, so when you go from the high school level, when you went to Oklahoma State, did you get a scholarship, or do people in that cheer world get scholarships to go attend the universities? I was not on an athletic scholarship. They didn't offer those at OSU. Uh, it just it kind of depends on the school it's not super common to give like full rides for cheer. Uh, but there are, you know, a pretty good amount of schools out there who do offer scholarships. 
Um, but there were a couple people from Oregon that I knew that were a bit older than me who cheered at Oklahoma State. Really? So kind of got, somewhat got recruited, like talked to a guy and um, just started figuring out a couple schools that I was interested in going to. Um, what so else did you have in mind? So the other school that I really wanted to go to was Hawaii Pacific University. And yeah, they, does it? <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah. they don't have a competitive cheer program anymore, but back when I was in high school, they were one of like the dominant mm-hmm. um, programs. So, uh, and then a girl I cheered with in Oregon went there. She was like two years older than me. So I got to know a lot about their program through her. So that was kind of my first choice. And I, it's funny, I didn't make it when I tried out. And then a couple of weeks later, went to Oklahoma State's tryout and uh, made it there. But the coach from HPU at the time and the coach from OSU were really good friends. Um, so the, uh, my yeah. Oklahoma State coach would always give the other coach shit for not, not taking me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ten rings later. Hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. I got a question. So 14 is when you started. Did you get like, so you're playing baseball, right? At the same time. I also play baseball, but making that switch where your did your friends give you like guff or grief and just like, you know, cause kids can be brutal at that age. Right. Yeah. Cause I, so when I was even younger, like in middle school, I did like a good handful of sports and then I did dance as well. So Honestly, my whole, like, growing up, I got teased all the time, like, at school. And it was never, like, terrible, but people would flick me shit all the time and tease me for doing dance and then doing cheer. And I kind of just learned to ignore it because it's like, people just didn't really understand it, I think. Yeah. Because, like Rody mentioned earlier, it's like, you just assume the the pom-poms and bring it on. And that's really all people know. Awesome movie. How similar? How similar is like the cheer world? Is there a spirit stick, a real life spirit stick, or how many I mean, monsters <laughs> are taken from the movie? <laughs> but it's there's a lot of it that is relatable, but it's definitely exaggerated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's uh, that, that's cool shit. And um, does the nationals for college does that always happen at Daytona Beach? Yeah, so there because there's like cheer's not really considered a sport; it's more of an activity. So there's a couple different governing bodies, if you will, or like companies that hold a competition. So there's two like main big ones. There's NCA and then there's another one called UCA. Um, and the one we go to is the one at NCA that's in Daytona. So pretty much most schools who compete go to one or the two of those. Yeah, I was in like junior year of high school, I was on a family trip to Daytona Beach. And that was the first time I just remember seeing like all these girls everywhere. I'm like, what is going on here? And they're like, oh, it's the, the college championships. I'm oh like, gosh. Daytona Beach. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that was a cool um, experience. Um, who were the other powerhouses? So you guys, did you guys win three, three in a row? Yeah, when I was, so oh, we got okay. third. State Warriors right here. <laughs> we got third my freshman year and then we won my sophomore, junior and senior year. Well, that's a powerhouse. Right but, there. Um, University of Louisville is a really big program. Um, Texas Tech, um, who else? Sam Houston, Weber State. Don't think who else. What the cheer? The the Navajos. Oh, Navarro. Well, yeah, they're in the junior. They're in the junior college. So them and Trinity Valley always battle it out. Which I know you mentioned you had been watching the the Netflix show. (laughs) Dude, it's crazy. The athleticism and I'm um, like the injuries is like how often are people getting injured? How often are you just like oh just power through this? Give me give me some oxys help help me yeah. out of here. That, I would say that show definitely is a very accurate representation. Yeah, um, you guys go hard. So it's because I mean you're throwing people crazily and trying to push yourself to do really hard stuff, so it right. takes a toll. But I mean people people like to you know, dramatize the injuries. They do happen, but most of the time it's like we're doing things to, you know, uh, like progressions to work up to the harder stuff and try to be preventative. Um, so that way it doesn't happen. Right. Hell yeah. What is, uh, what is the, af- what's the career pathway for people? Like once their collegiate career is done 
and that they want to stay in the business, what what's was the career path? Many the many different avenues that you could take. Yeah, if people want to stay in cheer, I mean, because you can't really. There's nothing for you to like continue being an athlete and get paid. So a lot of people will become coaches. So they'll coach at gyms or go coach at a university uh, and kind of go that path. There's a lot of like, so I ended up working for like NCA, the, the company that holds the competition in Daytona. That's, I have a full-time job with them now. So I work at their corporate office um, and I've kind of had a couple different roles since I've worked there, but that's turned into a full-time job for me. Um, and then I was telling Winfield earlier that I also kind of a side job. I coach at cheer athletics. So which one I'd do like you a, do more. Do you yeah. want to coach or do you want to work in the office? I like both. I actually, I didn't last year was the first year I started coaching just cause I finally had a little more time for it. Um, so I'm, I'm still fairly new with experience at coaching. So I just, I do it cause I enjoy it and I want to stay involved. Um, yeah. So I don't know if I would want to completely switch gears and only coach full time just because that's like a, a major life career change. Would you say so I saw that you moved to Texas and Texas is I've only been there once, but Texas was awesome. How did you how did you like living out there? And are most of like the girls or a lot of guys on the, the cheer show? Is like everyone's got the the cowboy accent, the Midwest, the Midwest accent. So <laughs> is that where is it like a dominating thing out in the Midwest or so all those mov- moving from Oregon to Oklahoma was definitely a huge <laughs> change. I can uh, imagine. just yeah. the lifestyle, the food, the just religion, like kind of everything, just total different different style of boy? living. Is it uh, not match up? So it was, it kind of depended where people lived. Like some people had really, really strong country accents and then other people didn't really have much at all. They would just say, you know, certain words or phrases that were Southern. It's in. It's in, y'all. It's in, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, moving from Oklahoma to Texas was not much of a change at all. Yeah. No, I I agree with you with them. So I also moved <laughs> to Oklahoma State from Oregon, from Portland, from, yep. I mean, Canby's kind of, I don't know, probably like Oregon country, right? Um, oh, it's country. Country for, for Oregon, right? And then you get out to Oklahoma and you're like, wow, this is real country. <laughs> this is God's country. Um, but yeah, curious to hear your experience, uh, like just every day, like were you like in university, were you pretty busy just kind of like in that cheer world and just kind of going class to class and then cheer, 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 no real time for like social life. Like how did you handle that? He wants to know yeah. if you're partying. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he um, yeah. It's, I mean, it's kind of a full-time gig because we were a highly competitive program. So, uh, but we also had to cheer at all the games. So it's like, you're practicing to prepare for football games and men's and women's basketball wrestling, um, different appearances that you have to go to for the university or for different, um, you know, functions with different school events. So I think Fridays were really the only day that I didn't have a game, a practice, a workout or something most, most of the whole year. Like it was pretty much, you had at least something every other day. Yeah. Um, and then I was, I was pretty um, like studious. Like I wasn't straight A's by any means, but I, I got good grades and took school pretty seriously. So I like dedicated a good amount of time to making sure I was on top of all of that. But yes, I partied and got my fair share of that in there. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. When you're not going to get 10 rings fucking around all the time, yeah. <laughs> especially the Wildcats, especially when you're on America's Got Talent. There you go. Dude, That's right. Dude, that. I, I watched the video. I was watching it yesterday, and that aired in July. Yeah. That, yes. I think that's when it just aired. I think so. I don't really, I don't really watch much. I think it was June. I, it was June. Um, I think it was like end of June. Yeah. Right before 4th of July. How, How crazy was that? The empty, oh, empty stadium. Or not stadium, but theater, right? Just four four judges. <laughs> Simon just looking at you. All right. Before, for me. <laughs> Yeah, the whole thing was kind of interesting how it happened because we were in the middle of our like big competition season for cheer. So we like one of the biggest ones happens in Dallas and that happened the very last weekend of February. 
And we had only found out a couple of weeks before that, that we were potentially going to do the whole AGT thing. They kind of reached out to our coaches. Oh, wow. So it was so, coming from them. Asking. Yeah. Like our coaches in January were like, Hey, this opportunity presented itself. Like we're still working out the details, but this might be happening in the next couple months. Wow, wow, wow. So, so we were we in like uh, some footage. Well, I think because of all the hype with the Netflix show Cheer, I think I don't know if they've reached out to us or if, if our coaches inquired, but they were pretty um, like aggressive with trying to get us there. Like they paid for our flights there. Like we didn't have to pay for anything to go to the the audition. First um, class. Yeah, so... Oh, baby. <laughs> I mean, put in the work. Love it. Fantastic first class. Yeah, but we uh, we had our big competition last week in February, and then two weeks later went to LA for the audition. So it was like right before everything started happening with quarantine. So we didn't we didn't know that there, there wouldn't be a live audience until we, like the day we got there. Um, so we just kind of rolled with it, but... Yeah. I mean, does that change? Um, I mean, I think you guys are practicing a lot, you know, in the gym and stuff like that. But when it's showtime, like having that, having the crowd and having that, you know, that energy, that palpable energy, does that, does that change a performance for you? Like it, it can, I mean, at a high level, it shouldn't, cause you, you can't let any outside factors, you know, mess up what you're doing. You kind of have to be okay. zoned in on, right. on what you're doing. So, um, we're used to not relying on a crowd and just kind yeah. of cre- creating the energy to, to, to give out. Yeah. So it wasn't too different, but like when you, when you are in front of a really live audience and then you're having a good performance, you definitely feed off of it a little bit. Uh, sure. yeah. So it would have been way cooler with an audience, but we were still able to do it just fine without. Still got on AGT. That's crazy. So that that audition was that the one that was um, shown on TV? Yeah. And then so you guys got passed. I don't know if it's a spoiler or or sorry guys, <laughs> but yeah, you guys got passed. Now how long um, that routine was wild? Of just girls getting thrown up like twenty feet in the air, like oh relax guys, um, <laughs> dude. How long does it take? How long did it take for you guys to come up with that routine, get it down pat, and all that? So- yeah, like I was saying, so that routine was pretty much the one we we used for that competition season. So we had already been working on it before we even knew AGT was a thing. And we'd been competing and had just competed at the biggest competition two weeks prior. So the preparation had been for months, but for AGT, we really only, we just practiced a couple days right before we left just to fine tune everything. Yeah, that's... that's- but, for right. the next one, I'm sure we'll get into that. It's definitely a different story. <laughs> yeah, let's get into it, dude. Yeah. On this, uh, since you guys got the four yeses, hold on before we get into that. Who would judge? Did you get a chance to like meet all the judges, talk to all of them? Yeah. So we were able to talk to Terry Crews and kind of hang out with him backstage a little bit more. Cool. But the you judges. Move? <laughs> oh, he had a big old glittery <laughs> suit on. Nah, he was really cool though. That's awesome. Um, but the judges, like, we we didn't see them at all until we got on stage, did the thing, got their feedback, and then we never saw them again after we were done. All right, yeah. You can't mess with the judges' thought process. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get in their ears. But, okay, so four yeses, when you guys move on to um, the next show, are you guys planning on coming up with a whole new routine, or what, what's the move there? Yeah, so... How long? How long? So essentially, since you guys already used that last routine that you guys were doing in competition at the audition, when you come up with a full brand new routine, what's the timetable look like on that? So when we, when, everywhere. when we got back from the audition, it was like two days later is when everybody started quarantining. So that was mid-March. And then uh, we didn't see each other again as a whole team until... What month are we in right now? <laughs> we are not. I don't even know. It was like, I don't even know anymore. It was like three weeks ago was the first time we met. <laughs> wow. So we did a few Zoom meetings where we would go over stuff and we had a, a group me that we would be in communication with. But because that was last year's team, there was a bunch of people now who don't go to school down here anymore. They're back home or they've moved to another school from junior college. So people kind of live all over the place now who are part of that AGT team. Wow. So 
we two weeks before so we just like recorded the the next round this weekend that just happened two weeks prior to that is when we met to like come up with the routine so we practiced for two days <laughs> from like all day long like 10 to 12 hour days to how do you feel about it pretty confident oh, it, it's gonna be sick oh yeah dude i look forward to seeing it you heard it here yeah it's People who are in the cheer world are really going to like it. And even people who have no, they know nothing about cheer, they're going to be very wowed. Uh, what's, so this is pretty big in the cheer, like cheer is kind of having its up and comments right now with the Netflix series, you guys on AGT. What's next for cheer? Like what's the next big innovation? Is it new suits? Like maybe like sparkling neon suits? <laughs> up or? I don't know. I think one big thing we've kind of talked about with doing AG- AGT is just being kind of pioneers to helping break the stereotype of what people assume cheerleading is. Um, and just showing, you know, that we are, we are athletes. We are, um, not just like a, you know, pom-poms absolute on the sideline. <laughs> Dude, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I can't imagine you guys so, do the craziest shit. Yeah. Just kind of helping to gain more exposure and break those stereotypes is kind of our goal with this, but who knows where it could go after. Breaking stereotypes. Yeah. yeah. Very valid, valid, uh, valid goal breakthrough, you know, no more pom-poms. <laughs> when you guys were talking to the judges after, <laughs> after the last, or I think it was before, before you guys started the routine. And then, uh, the, one of the guys on your team, they're like, how, how old are you? And he's like, oh, I'm just about 30. And I was like, dude, why would you just say 29? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm almost 30, dude. Yeah. I laugh so hard at that, but. I mean, he's, the, uh, he's the one guy that's older than me. So I'm like, hey, thanks for being on the team. So I'm not the oldest. <laughs> did, they, did they talk about doing like a profile? You know how they sometimes with some contestants, they'll do like a profile, like they'll look at their story and like go back to like show baby pictures. They've or, So they've they, asked for like different videos and pictures. And then when they came to our gym last weekend, we filmed a bunch of um, kind of cinematic videos of stuff and interviews. So I'm not sure what they're going to do with it. Uh, but yeah, they've, they've filmed quite a bit of stuff to use. That's exciting. That's good. That means they, they're kind of backing you in a way. Yeah, for sure. So um, tell me, tell us a little more about the Wildcats. Wildcats seem to be, is that, the cream of the crop, the premier club, club team program. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, so the gym cheer athletics is one of, um, I was going to say probably the biggest all-star gym in the country. Um, and one of the Where's gyms that's been around the longest. What'd you say? Where's it located? Uh, Plano, Texas. So just North of Dallas. So it's one that's been around the longest, uh, had a, you know, super success over the last couple decades. And, um, you know, it's very well known all, all across cheerleading. So um, Wildcats has been a team, I believe, for 25 years. So it's been like one of the top teams out there for that long. So definitely has a, a high reputation and people come from all over the country to, to be a part of it. Yeah, how often are uh, do tryouts take place, and what what's so, the turnout like? How often do people leave the team? How often do you guys get new members on like your exclusive squad? You know, and does Rory yeah. have a chance? <laughs> and do I have a chance? Absolutely, <laughs> but I could do a backflip, dude. I could do a gainer. Yeah, that's about that's that's about the most of my flips. <laughs> um, tryouts usually happen like beginning of summer, like around May or June. And then practices over the summer are basically to, to train skills, you know, get better, work on new things. And then starting in the fall around now, like September, like September to October is when um, you kind of build your routine for the season and start training that. And then competitions usually start in about November, December-ish. And then through April is the competition season. So um, you're kind of building your roster throughout the summer figuring out all the pieces to the puzzle and who's going to, who's going to work and what skills you're going to do for your routine. And then you're, you constantly adjust it throughout the year. And then the, with cheer, it's like everybody has to fill a role and your routine is almost created for your skill. So if you get hurt, it's like, there's probably not another person who has the exact same skill set that you have. Um, So that's what makes it hard and why people tend to just kind of push through because there's not a second string. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's just you. 
So there's no, there's no back. I would assume that there was a second string. That's crazy. I mean, a lot of times we'll have alternates, but like they're never capable of doing the same, you know, skill set that the people that are in the routine can do typically. Huh. You guys do the tryouts and you guys get the new, the new athletes coming in. Do you guys, do people get cut? When we're like, hey, you can't cut it anymore. <laughs> you, can't, you can't throw people around anymore, so you're out of here. And then they bring in um, people, a new tryout member. People usually don't get cut. There's like, there's 37 teams at our gym, at the plane like gym. Passive aggressive. So like, it's, hey, man, you gotta, if you, there's a bunch <laughs> of other other teams that they would place them available. on. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. They're free agents. You, hey, <laughs> we're we're going to just need you to go <laughs> to this other team. We got this new girl coming. She'll blow the roof off. We need you to go in this other game. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, is there positions, um, different spots? Uh, what do you guys call? So you were explaining how everyone kind of has their own skill set. So is there names for um, people with certain skill sets? Sort of. Um, so, I mean, you have a tumbler, which is, you know, someone who can do all the, the crazy hard flips. And then you have a stunter, which would be like the boy who throws the girls. And then, Under. so we refer to it as a stumbler. That's someone who can do both. <laughs> okay. Is that you? Or are you a stumbler? I am a stumbler. Dude, go look at his Instagram, dude. All that fast. <laughs> it's awesome. What's your best trick? And would you, because I, I don't know the names of flips. I just, I just do them. My best t- tumbling trick? Yeah. Um, best flip. Yeah. I don't know. I can do, so I can do like a one to double, which is like you just from standing, you do one back handspring and then a flip with two spins. Oh, dude. And that's pretty hard. <laughs> that is pretty hard. Yeah. Have you, um, have you got hurt at all? Uh, not terribly. I've, so in college, I, sp- I sprained my ankle in college tumbling, just landed on it weird and rolled it, um, and had to like take off tumbling for a few weeks, but I didn't have to get any, you know anything serious you made it through nice and i've like i've jammed my thumbs and fingers all the time when you like catch something and gotten bruises and you know yeah all the typical stuff but i've never i've never really had a serious injury where i've had to like sit out for weeks at a time or anything like that what's the craziest injury that you've seen i'm sure you've seen some bones like popping out (laughs) um i've seen a broken leg and i've seen a dislocated knee like where their kneecaps like on the side of their <sighs> nice Joe's cut, by the way. Oh yeah, you like that? <laughs> I just um, I'm trying to think. Those are probably the two great. And then I mean, I've seen people get elbowed in that where they like split their eye or split their, you know. So, so it's like you get. I've that's happened to me too. I've got like just a small cut and I have blood like all down my Dude, face. And then you like give me an eye patch. I need to go back out there. Or <laughs> <laughs> you like bandage up like a like a war veteran. Like all right, I'm ready. Put me back on the front lines. That's mm-hmm. that, that's crazy. So, uh, oh, I was gonna ask. No so, Tucker, have you ever seen um, Blades of Glory? Yes. So, in Blades of Glory, there's a there's a, a trick, a spin called the Black Lotus or the Flying Black Lotus. Right? It's almost unachievable. It's never been done before. Is there something comparable <laughs> yes. in sheer? Like the, the North Korea. Yes, what, what's the move that everyone <laughs> wants to get down, but no one's perfected it yet? I don't know. So with cheer, it's that's kind of the Great thing that I, why, why I've enjoyed doing it for as long as I have. There's always something more that you can like do that's harder or better. Yeah, absolutely. You can, you can make it more advanced. So it's never, it's kind of never ending and it's always evolving, like all the skills that people do. So there's, there's some crazy hard skills out there, but somebody always, Tops it. Wow. Yeah, dude. There's always going to be someone that's going to come in. And there's always going to be someone bigger and better that's always going to come in mm-hmm. and kind of evolution, ev- create evolution. And yeah, for make, sure. Uh, make some oh, better sure. tricks, dude. That is a, that's a wild, wild career. <laughs> <laughs> dude, 10 yeah. rings. How um, do you ever wear them? How often do you wear them? And how often have you worn all 10? Like, walk around, like, what's up? So, I keep them in, like, a little display case type thing. Uh, just so I, they are seen. Because for a while, I used to just keep them, like, in a drawer, in a box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, but that's kind of, whenever you go to big cheer events, it's cool to kind of flaunt your rings 
So that's the only time I really wear them is when Jeez. I go to big events. And you go to Hawaii. Um, yeah, you, so you could have had this. For like whenever I was on Team USA, you have people who, you know, have been on in cheer for a really long time. So they always have a lot of rings. So when you get to where you have too many for your hand or it's like, you're not going to wear, you know, all every finger because that's obnoxious. Um, <laughs> so you, you put them on like a string or a shoelace and you wear them as like a chain. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. That, that's what, so that's what yeah. I usually do. Just one time you just walk around the competition with the all chain. fingers and you're like, hey, we know yep. this is obnoxious, but we do it. <laughs> so what's, uh, what's your, wasn't say, what's your next like three year plan? Would you, how long, how much longer do you want to continue uh, performing? Because you say you actually, you also work in the office side of things and then you're still competing. So how much longer do you see yourself competing? Yeah. So right now, like as of right now, I'm only on the team for AGT and I'm not on the Wildcat team for like the 2021 year. Um, and I'm just coaching at the gym. I'm coaching two teams. So that definitely keeps me busy. And then along with my full-time job. So for now, like who there's a lot of people in cheer that will always be like, oh, I'm retired. And then the next year, they just come back and compete again anyway. So yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm sure. 37, I'm coming back. <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's a chance that I may end up cheering again this year or even the next year. But for right now, I'm just doing AGT and then that'll be it for this season. But um, I still enjoy it a lot. And I know like once you stop, it gets way harder to, keep your body in shape to do it at this high of level. So I haven't had a long period, you know, longer than probably a month or so. Quarantine actually was probably the longest I've ever gone of like a break of doing skills. So um, once I take a long break, it'll be probably. Yeah. You're going to get rusty. Yeah. My body's going to break down. How often are you working out every day? um, Keeping in shape? Um, I mean, normally, yes. With right now, I'm, I don't really love the idea of going to like the normal you know i know gym just it kind of sketches me out (laughs) with like the equipment because it's like you never know who was in there oh definitely so i've only got i went like once or twice and i was like i don't know this kind of sketching me out so i work out at home a lot and you know go for runs and we'll do like body weight stuff and then when i go into the the cheer gym i'll i do it actually i do a lot of stunt privates where like the girls that are younger like middle school high school um I have like a schedule where I do lessons with them. So two or three days a week, nice. I do a, a couple hours each day of stunting. Do you uh, advertise that or how do you, you just, um, yeah. It's just slowly stuff. has built like with the, the flyers on the teams that I coach kind of their moms will reach out and ask for lessons. And then it, it kind of does it. The advertising does itself after that. So what's, uh, what are your day days look like right now? You said you're coaching. And yeah, so my, <laughs> My office job is at home still. So I, Monday through Friday, uh, like a nine to five, I'm just working from home and doing projects for that. And then Sunday, let's see, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday are the days that I'm in the cheer gym. So uh, kind of late afternoon into the evening, I go to to coach the t- my teams and then do private lessons. So uh, pr- pretty busy with that. How uh, how old are most of the people that you are coaching? High school, middle school? So I coach one team that's senior age, which is like high school. So the majority, of, I think the youngest on there is like maybe 13. And then the oldest is 18. And then I coach a junior age team, which is like a step below that. And they range from like 9 to 14. And you guys also compete in Oregon or you just coach them up on routine and technique or do you guys also go attend some competitions for the teams that I coach? Yeah. Yeah. They go to all the, like our gym pretty much goes to all the same competitions and competes against Oregon, other gyms. Does Oregon have a lot of competitions or you guys actually go out of state? So for Texas, it's huge here. So like we don't really have to travel out of state that often to, to have a bunch of people to compete against. Oregon is very small when it comes yeah. to cheerleading. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So most people don't oh, travel. You're in Texas, dude. Yeah. <laughs> most people in Oregon like go out of state, like to California or to other states to compete because there's not a lot of cheerleading there. Right. Or if they're like, there are gyms, but the talent 
level is quite lower. Are you also talk bad about it? But uh, yeah, are you also choreographer for for your teams? Yeah, the coaches we we choreograph the the routines for our team. Wow! 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 What? <laughs> that's like a whole job within itself. Um, I think no here, time. I'll show you. Yeah, I have a, I have a piece of paper time. of. <laughs> Let's see it. There we go. Wow! I was working on stuff for one of my teams actually. Play, the other some day. play plans, yeah. And some playbooks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane. So, is, is it just you on in in the administrative role? Like, or do you have like an assistant coach? No, we ha- we don't have like a head coach or an assistant coach. But there's it depends on how many kids are on the team. So the senior team I coach has 21 people on it, and there's three of us. So me and two other coaches. Okay. And then the junior team I coach has about 30 kids, and there's four of us who coach that team. Okay, so it's multiple coaches. You guys are all kind of yeah working together, coaching in a way. Yeah. Yep. Cool. We have a another another co-host with us that was I couldn't make it today, but he was like, "Ask him a question," and he wanted me to ask. Um, clean it up a little bit, but he's like, "What essentially, like in college or all these programs? There's guys and girls on the teams. Do people hook up with each other? Or is there like team rules? Like you guys got to stick to hooking up from other teams, or is there ever like couples that are on the same club? That feels like a recipe for disaster. <laughs> you got a couple on one. So in like the all star world, because the majority of them are in high school or young, you don't really see that that often, and it's majority girls." But in college, you see it a lot because you're all, you know, you're adults, you're at college. So regardless of your cheering or not, you're in that type of environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then on the teams where, you know, the team I cheered on, it was 15 boys and 15 girls. So it was, you know, half and half. Um, so they're like our coaches never had a rule that said you couldn't date somebody on the team. But really, like when you're in the gym, like you have to you have to be able to separate the two. Like if you have is- yeah. issues going on, you, do not, <laughs> you don't carry that into practices to where it affects the team and what's going on. So gotcha. um, I think if I was coach, I'd be like, Hey, ain't no dating within the team. <laughs> that yeah. We a personal role that I would set I up. Think, I feel like every year I was in college, we ha- always had at least one couple. If not. Oh multiple. my gosh. That's so funny. Oh, wow. oh yeah. Just one. <laughs> what about hooking up? I mean, gotta be a lot of hooking up yeah it happens happens. okay you were you were here first you gotta get some good team chemistry dude that's how it works that's how that's how (laughs) you get get everybody get a feel for each other um so what about you now are you dating are you married are you celibate are you taking a vow Uh, (laughs) (laughs) no i am single right now Uh, single okay yeah, I've I've dated around here and there um, since I moved time. moved down no here. But for, he's got no time for a significant other. <laughs> so busy. He has a vast you Tiger. You have a vast like parting the sea. You have that many options. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. So, um, Oklahoma State. How did you? I haven't really talked. I haven't talked to Winfield much about. Uh, how his experience at Oklahoma State? How'd you guys like it? Would you and would you recommend people go to? Oh, Tucker, you want to start us off? Sure. Yeah, I loved it. I had a great college experience there. Um, w- would I necessarily want to live in Stillwater now as an adult and a career? No, because it's like really small and it's it's not close to a lot of other things. But for, co- for for college, it was awesome. Like I loved it. Um, really cool town. Like game days were amazing. And, um, obviously the cheer program, which took up a lot of my time, um, was an awesome experience. For sure. It's so funny to think that I was up there in the stands shaking my keys at you. Uh, <laughs> Dude, watching the same games, Tucker's yeah. out there cheering, right. drunk in the stands. I go, yeah. <laughs> and you guys have no idea each other exists. But here you are. Look at yeah, that. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, probably passed, yeah. probably passed on campus. What years were you there? Uh, I was there from 11 to 15. Yeah. I was like, I was there fall of 2010 to 2014. Yeah. So <laughs> I was uh, I was a fight out down there. Um, okay. So, I'm sure we knew 
like had mutual friends or something. Sure you, yeah, if you ever went to a Fidel party, um, probably was there. <laughs> Hanging, handing you a beer or something. I don't know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> definitely. But uh, yeah, no, so kind of to build off what Tucker's saying, um, I think, yeah, that, so what you said immediately, like about like Stillwater being a great place for <laughs> going to university uh, and not living, I, I, that would be the first thing out of my mouth as well. Like would uh, be pretty hard to like live after you're kind of done with school and you're at, we're at, it's kind of hard to go live in, in the college town. I feel we we used to call those people gator folk, people who, uh, (laughs) what what is the word? Gator, gator folk, gator folk. I've never heard that. Maybe it was just in our, our group, but gator folk are people who just lived in Stillwater. They were Stillwater regulars. And uh, there's just the water something lifer. about them, you know. Not, they're just not the not the same as a as a university crowd. But um, it's a it's a great place to go to school. Very fun. I went to the business school, uh, which is really really good program there. Um, what what degree were you chasing, Doctor? Or uh, what were you going for? I had um, like a bachelor's of science in health education and promotion. Okay. Yeah. Makes total sense. <laughs> I was, I, at first I was going to do athletic training and then I ended up deciding not to. They, don't they have a good, like, training, trainer school? They do, and it's really hard to get into. So kind of okay, yeah. midway through my freshman year, I was like, eh, I'm, I'm going to switch routes. It's kind of weird how Stillwater, talking more about Stillwater, Stillwater is kind of, in Oklahoma State, just is like kind of this, like, dark horse. Like, uh, let's see, Ricky Fowler. He, he's, he's a, he's a grad. Um, who's the country star? Uh, the golfer. Garth Brooks. Garth yeah. Ricky, Brooks. The golfer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how old is he? Same age. Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler. He's like, he's like, he's a couple years older than me, yeah. but he was there. He golfed when I was there. Or, yeah. We used to see, I think I saw him at JR's, JR Murphy's, um, which is kind of like, kind of like the, the place everyone goes. Um, and guy is small. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Guy is real small. He was a gymnast. He he must have been a tumbler too. Uh, <laughs> but uh the dudes that the dudes are big. Like Tucker's a big boy, dude. Look at him. You don't holding people up all day. I'm not saying with like a gymnast. A gymnast is different, right? You yeah, gotta girl, the girls are tiny. Yeah. I think most of the boys are the boys are freaking right. athletes. Dude. You, yeah. you yeah. Got yeah. A unit, dude. You're the basic <laughs> <laughs> dude. Well, this, uh, do you have, uh, let's get this wrapped up. Um, Tuck, do you have anything that you want to plug? You have any, uh, you want to get some people to come to your gym or? I mean, I would just say, I don't know when you're planning on posting this, but our, we're going to be on TV this Tuesday on September 1st. Oh, hell yeah. And and we need the votes this time. So Tuesday, September 1st is we'll be on, on the show and you guys can vote that night. So. Push us through to the, the semifinal. Oh, yeah. Suck it, Simon. We're going to get you right through. We're going to get <laughs> yeah. you right through. That's awesome. Well, man, um, I appreciate you coming on. This was awesome. I haven't got to talk to you in, dude, like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. And uh, it's cool to see the people that you've gone to school with um, after after high school going on and do great things. And you're one of those individuals that came in. Um, I've achieved what, what you wanted to do. You came. You set out. You everything that you wanted to do, you you got it, and uh, you still have a lot of time left for whatever else you want to do. So that's yeah, awesome, I, man. I appreciate that. Well, uh, yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> thank you for coming out. Also, <laughs> I want to say real quick, or actually, I want to ask Tucker real quick, just for everybody out there. Oh, well, we gotta do question of the week. We gotta do question of the week. Okay. Question of the week. Okay. Uh, well, okay. Maybe I'll we'll end on on this. Uh, why don't we do question of the week, and then we can end on. What I was going to say. I don't know. Just hit him up. We'll end on question of the week. Then we'll get out of here. Oh, all right. All right. I was going to say, it's for all those people who are afraid of doing backflips. Because I'm afraid. Of, I, I think I never was I never was afraid. And then I had like a bad tumble. got to just do it. Now you got to like go after it. What advice would you give to those people? I was, I was like, you got to just send it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, with cheer, it's like you have to put yourself in an environment where you're you know, feel comfortable to learn. So whether that means starting on a trampoline and then working your way down to the floor, doing all that. So it's 
get doing things where you're comfortable and then, you know, gaining confidence. And then from there you can kind of just learn everything. Yeah, I don't have too many um, like really vivid memories of when you're like eight, nine years old. Like you remember certain things. I remember like nine years old, I was trying to learn how to do backflips on the trampoline. And just all day, I folded myself up like a chair, dude. I like landed <laughs> on my neck, folded up. I was like, oh my gosh. But then I got to the point where I was doing like backflips off the trampoline. And right. Yeah, I was teaching. I went, we went rafting a couple of weeks ago. And we stopped by that big old swim spot, jumping off some cliffs and what, not too high of cliffs, but jumping off some big rocks. And my little brother's going to be a freshman and he's, he's never done a backflip off anything. I'm like, right here, dude. It was like eight feet off the water, seven feet, nothing too crazy. I'm like, you want to do it? You got the only way you're going to learn is you probably, you got to do it. You're going to get hurt a few times, (laughs) But, (laughs) but eventually you will get, you will get it. And yeah, like I said, just just send it, dude. What's the worst that could happen? You could get paralyzed, but I mean, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, just send it. Okay, we do. Uh, we we have a, a list of some questions that people send in. Some of them have been uh, pretty terrible, <laughs> but but uh, so there has been some good ones. So we usually do uh, we'll do uh, two questions a week, and then we'll wrap this up and uh, get out of here. Question of the week. First question. Oh my gosh. This is so first question was what did you want to be when you grew up and what happened? <laughs> it was a passive aggressive at the end of that one. <laughs> is this just for me? Oh, I guess we could go. Okay. Oh, I just want to sure. Um, yeah, I think I should start. When I was really little, I wanted to be a firefighter. Cause my grandpa was, um, and then for a while I wanted to be a teacher. Um, and that's what I did my, like job shadow shadow on when I was, I think in high school. Uh, yeah, I think we had, remember we had to take like a class where you had to do yeah, like a job yeah. shadow. I think that was, that was like senior portfolio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the job shadow. So I job shadowed for that and I was like, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say I had the same experience. I went with the I wanted to be a lawyer. I went with I went and had my uh job shot with the lawyer. I'm like, dude, I am out of here. Like I do not want to be a lawyer. So that's that's what, what mine was. But you got one of these a cowboy? The cowboy? No. I well kinda, I guess. Uh I wanted to be a paleontologist. Okay. Yeah. Digging what up, happened? Digging up dinosaur bones. Um, what happened? There's a lot of school. I guess you could kind of. Well, no, there's a lot of schooling involved. What's the difference between an archaeologist and a paleontologist? I think paleontologist is the study of bones, like uh, like the, the the uncovering and like the study of like bones. Archaeologist <laughs> yeah. is like beat it, nerd. Archaeologist <laughs> is like grab bag, like. But that would be pretty badass, dude. You were dusting would. off, dusting off some shit. Oh my god, I found a T Rex over here. Claw. Okay. Question number two. Final question. Whoever sent that question in, thank you. Um, Ooh. I think we've already had this one. Spin again. Spin again. Just eliminate it after it spins it. If you could change anything about yourself, what would it be? (laughs) Wow. Huh. Yeah, Tucker, what would it be? <laughs> Man. I'm like, right now, it would be probably to be way better with my diet and drinking because now that I'm just home, it's like... Oh, it's so... It's brutal. E- it's so easy just to like open up the pantry. Woo, what we got here, boys? <laughs> Literally. Yeah, I've been on, a, been on a little strict diet right now trying to avoid some gluten for like a month. So difficult. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so I know. Being day home day. every day, it's like... And the gluten-free products just suck. Yeah. They're so bad. Yeah, because <laughs> normally I'm like all day long on the go. And just sitting at home is definitely different. Definitely. What you got, Winnie? What do I got? I got... I, I wish I could have the bravery to jog every day. 
What are you doing, dude? You, 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 jogging literally takes 10 minutes. Like, you go run a mile in 10 minutes. I know. That's the thing is, you know, some days I'll just do it. But what are you doing with that 10 minutes? What are you doing? I don't have a schedule yet. Okay, yeah. You got to make a schedule to go run. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I would change about myself would just make it simple, just bigger dong. Fill the whole screen, make it easy. All right, Tuck, dude, thank you again so much for coming on. Um, guys, go follow his Instagram, Tucker Hunter. And um, Tuesday, September 1st, is it ABC, right? NBC. NBC. Oh, God. Yeah, NBC, America's Got Talent, September yep. 1st. Vote for I'll probably, Cats. I'll probably put this zoom out pretty quick. But then um, the final audio is going to have its own style. The producer does, does his own thing with it. But the Zoom, the Zoom video, I'll, I'll put it on before there, and it will get you guys past the next round. Cool. 200 votes. There we go. <laughs> Five trillion <laughs> votes. <laughs> That's what we need. All right, boys. You guys have a good rest of your day. Um, thanks for showing up. Tell okay, me sure. reoccurring guest. We have your... Uh, We'll hit you up next time we want to get you on. So look forward to talking again, man. And good luck. Stay safe. And, dude, appreciate you, man. Yep. Sounds good. Good to talk to you guys. Peace out, boys. Peace out, boys. Peace out, boys.